Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Hmm, that's good. I am definitely missing my cocoa truffle. I might just have to uh, break down and order some. So let's see. Today is Tuesday, July 13th. I realized when I did the um, interview with Minerva yesterday, I forgot to ever say what day it was, but that was Monday, July 12th. My mom accused me of pre recording, and we don't do that here at First Cup of Coffee. We, um, we don't plan ahead unless the rare exception is is the person who says that they can't stand to get up this early and then they're generally like no fucking way Jeffy we're pre-recording it and it's like okay fine whatever <sighs> all right so I sort of feel like I've been off rhythm doing all of these interviews with Minerva yesterday and Jack um what happened at the end was that she I lost connectivity with her and so I had to just um Zencaster works great because I can get the person's uh their end sent to me but I had hers all the way through but because we could no longer see or hear each other we both kept talking and we were overlapping each other so I'd sort of cut off the very end which included all of her saying things like um now let's see here's camera what do I do <laughs> so I cut that out so that's why she ended abruptly but we were winding up anyway you know like if the internet had held out just a moment longer we would have been fine but that's why the weird splicing at the end uh so um so yeah here I am here we are then aren't we so let's see what shall I catch you guys up on um all the things right so so yesterday was busy but in a weird way I did not write on dragon's daughter dragon's daughter is coming along well I've got almost the first scene done so I'm at like 12,000 words on that book uh, I may have to give up trying to get it completely drafted by the date in August that I wanted to before I go to uh, the birthday trip because that was a little bit of a false deadline and it might be a little much so I will do a reveal of the secret V project I feel like I need a drum roll let's try that I have no sense of rhythm I can't do anything like that like if you have like I'm the person when the audience is clapping along to the song I'm like off I I don't know I'm I'm just a terrible white girl I I march to my own rhythm you guys and it is a rhythm unlike <laughs> any other known in the rest of the world somewhere out there is my tribe of people who know my rhythm but uh they're not living here on planet earth with me um so general secret v project so I'm definitely doing this for better or worse we'll see how it works out uh so I am doing a book on Kindle Vela that's why I was calling it B project did you guys guess I mean it was like there were so many clues so Kindle Vela is Amazon's answer to radish and radish is an app that you read on your phone where you read things serialized and you um pay coins if you want to keep going on Kindle 
Kindle Villa, the first episodes of anything is free and then you pay coins to keep reading. So I am doing a book called wedded to darkness wedded to darkness um and it is i'm calling it a paranormal erotica erotica story um i'm not sure if it's gonna be a romance or not so because i am writing that i'm actually gonna be posting this as i write it and uh dorinda was going to do one and then decided not to because she was worried about starting it not being able to finish but i have put up the first three episodes kindle villa is not yet live they won't give us an exact date they're saying it's like this week or something mid july um i'm sure that you will see advertising about it i really wanted to get on the with the beginning of it if i was gonna do it i wanted to be at the beginning when i thought they might give me more promo i'm a little worried about choosing the erotica category because and grace and i were debating this yesterday um you know like does that mean that they'll suppress um you know like the famous erotica dungeon but i wanted to be fair that this is what it is uh wedded to darkness so it's about a woman who marries uh this lord who has been a friend of hers he saves her from a scandal and she is grateful to him (laughs) for doing this and he tells her it's going to be like a chaste marriage of the minds but then there is like um i don't want to be too spoilery but i feel like uh well I'm just going to tell you guys it's like a Jekyll and Hyde story, only sex. <laughs> so I uploaded the first three episodes. Um, each episode is fairly short. I'm doing, I, they come out to an average of like 1300 words. Um, and so that's why I'm seeing if I can do this at the same time that I'm writing something else. So, because if I can get you know my average of 1300 word episodes if i can do one a week um and i will keep going i'll try to write a new episode also this week and get it uploaded um so i can kind of stay ahead of it we'll see we'll see what happens um i think i can keep up with that that will be the big trick for me um but it's also pretty smutty so maybe it'll be a fast write (laughs) Um, yeah, so, so we'll see, um, you guys can check it out. You can like favorite books on there and those, uh, rise to the top. I'm hoping that Amazon will, you know, like put, put money behind. I don't know how many, uh, people are doing this. I've heard various authors talking about it and you guys may have too. Um, but I know a couple people who have their stuff uploaded. Some people just, you know, like had a whole book sitting around and uploaded that i am not the person who has a whole book sitting sitting around although it just occurred to me i do have one book sitting around but i'm not giving up that story i'm gonna rewrite it someday um but yeah yeah so that's so i spent yesterday <laughs> doing that i didn't write on dragon's daughter at all i um 
I got everything finished up to put on Kindle Vela, including that third episode. Um, it just took a silly amount of time. Some of these things do. Sometimes doing that business side of things does. So um, let me know what you guys think. Uh, I'll be I'll be interested. It's an experiment. It's it's a lot more like petals and thorns. So this is the one that I was referencing before when I said that I was doing one that would be like petals and thorns. Um, so it's a little bit a little bit dubcon. I mean maybe a lot dubcon. <laughs> um but it's all about there's a lot of themes of like um being tempted by the devil the devil <laughs> okay, i have to stop doing the devil voice like anna ferris right so um then today i am back to dragon's daughter and then i'll just see if i can put some words in on um wedded to darkness now that it has an actual name and yeah so we'll see how all of that goes i really am trying not to stress about getting dragon's daughter done um although people are already no actually everybody's being really good everybody's being great about great magic and saying december okay december we'll just patiently wait till december i already have a lot of (laughs) pre-orders for book three which is awesome oh and the good news is remember um for those of you who listen all the time um i said that i just barely missed beating that um under a winter sky pre-order numbers um by like six books it turned out i did beat it Woohoo! I was very happy. I ended up beating it by um like five books. It was just um late breaking data. Like Amazon updated it later in the day, and you know I don't know the pre orders came in from Sri Lanka or something. So yeah, um that was pretty awesome. I was really excited to have um, beat that number, and it'll be interesting to see if I can do better with Gray Magic um bright familiar did amazing thank you guys uh i was in the top 100 of the subcategories all weekend long in that book uh it started to drop out yesterday afternoon i think as those tuesday releases hit and so i expect those to continue to to crowd out the subcategories um it'll be interesting to see if it comes back up again and so for those of you interested in marketing strategy and so forth at this point what i will do is i will go back and just focus efforts on promo for dark wizard again and allow dark wizard to funnel readers into bright familiar um i don't worry excessively about trying to keep books in the top 100 of the subcategories uh there are people who really really count on that uh, I think especially people who are in Kindle Unlimited. For me, I rely much more on word of mouth. Um, people recommending books. Uh, for me, that seems to be how most of my books get sold. So, um, yeah, I, it was really great to see Bright Familiar do so well over the weekend. Uh, just monumental, you guys. Thank you. 
and I'm, I'm so happy that everyone loves it after my angsting over writing it, right? Um, but a lot of people have told me they think it's even better than the first book. So, ooh, that's so exciting. Uh, and I even kind of know what's going to happen in book three, which is amazing. But um, you guys can probably guess because I've been queuing certain things. So, um, one thing that I have been wanting to talk about that's been on my, my little list of notes here, um, is I've been hearing and seeing a lot of people sharing stuff more about dealing with the pressure of life. And I, one of, and I think I've touched on this glancingly, but I wanted to talk about it just a little bit more, uh, because I even shared this meme. Maybe I should put it on the, uh, the photo for this episode because I thought it was funny. I shared it on Facebook, but it was, it said that being an adult is saying after this week, things will slow down over and over again until you die. <laughs> and I mean, it's resonating with so many people because everybody's like, Oh, this is me. And I mean, you guys hear me do it on this podcast all the time, right? You know, it's like, once I get this book out, things will slow down. And that's part of why I want to, um, not stress too much about dragon's daughter. I want to back off a little bit and not be so caught up in being frenzied. It's so easy to be frenzied. And I think part of what's happening for a lot of the us is remember at the beginning of lockdown, so thinking back to, well, now, I mean, what, we're like coming up on a year and three months ago, a year ago, March, uh, when the lockdown first happened, you know, people were calling it things like the big pause or, you know, the slowdown, you know, it, it seemed like everything just ground to a halt, right? We ended up canceling all of our travel plans. Um, we didn't get to go do the things that we normally got to do. We didn't get to go out to the restaurants. I didn't get to go to writer coffee, <laughs> like the only thing I ever do. Um, we didn't get to do all of these things that had normally packed our days. Um, for many of you, it was very stressful because you were dealing with having kids at home from school, but you know, people were staying at home and I, you know, like I did start doing a whole bunch more work around the house and on the yard that has continued to carry through. I think a lot of people started doing that. You know, we talked about our pandemic projects. People were doing things like baking sourdough because we were looking for things to fill our time because we unexpectedly had all of this extra time. And, and it was weird at first, you know, think back to how you felt because you know, David and I kept talking about it. We'd go for these very, very long walks, which we stopped doing. I mean, we still go for our walks, but not the really long ones, you know, because it was like, we didn't have anything else we could do. And so we would go walk and we would be like, it feels like everything is just slowed way down. Like it came to a screeching halt and then it plodded along at this very slow pace. And I think what happened is, is that that was actually a great reset for a lot of us because we had been going at this frenzied rate and then we, we had to stop. Um, you know, and there is the somewhat tired analogy of the frog in boiling water. In fact, I feel like it's tired enough that it's almost become meaningless. But that said, 
um, you know, the, the whole concept of is that if you have a frog in cold water and gradually heat it up, uh, heat the water that by the time the frog boils to death, uh, the frog won't ever jump out. Whereas if you put a frog in boiling water, it'll jump out immediately. So we grow, it's, it's a good analogy for how we grow gradually accustomed to more and more and more stress, which I think is really true of us in life that, you know, you, you get used to having a certain level of stress, a certain level of activity. And as it accumulates, as it increases, you don't notice that so much until suddenly it's, it's gone. And, and I think that's why a lot of us were flailing at the beginning of lockdown because it was like, well, what do I do now? I I have nothing to do. (laughs) Uh, You know, everything has stopped. And now, now things are ramping up again, right? And we are noticing the heating of the water. We are noticing that suddenly we don't have all of this time for really long walks anymore. And we kind of got used to baking sourdough and taking really long walks. And now we don't have time. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is why I was not doing this before. Um, I have travel plans, you know, obviously going to... uh, coronado island in august i'm going to be at nink in september if anyone else is going to be at nink novelist inc i may end up being at worldcon in december the little mosquitoes flitting around here the mosquitoes say things never ramped down for them um a little crew just sort of like emerged here uh and then we're planning nebula conference uh next may in los angeles so I'm going to be traveling again, which means that I have to plan around that travel. And one thing that I noticed, um, and I think I have time still to talk about this, is like taking that week off between books, that was really good for me. It, it really helped to uh, refill the well. And I'm going to really try to be better about taking more time off. Mosquito. Um, because in this same way, the same kind of analogy, um, when you burn out or when you get tired in the same way that stress works, it happens gradually. So gradually that you don't notice. Oops. And you spill latte on yourself. (laughs) Um, I was on a panel at a nebula conference back before lockdown, back when we still went to conferences. And it was a really good panel because it was on burnout. And one of the commonalities of the panel, and I think I've talked about this before, but it's worth revisiting that one of the great commonalities was that none of us realized that we were burning out. And I'm speaking creatively, um, but it ends up affecting all areas of your life that you don't realize that you're burning out until you're there. And even then, none of us, this was really salient of all the panelists because the moderator asks, asked us how we knew that we were burned out. And in every single case, it was amazing. Every single case, someone else told us that we were. Um, it was not something we realized ourselves. And we talked about this, that we think maybe we weren't capable of recognizing it ourselves. And it took someone else saying, look, you are stressed. You are exhausted. You need to take some time. And it's only after you come out of it again, that then you have the perspective and you're like, Oh, wow, 
I was burned out. I think being tired and being stressed works the same way that you only realize when you are suddenly not tired that it's like, oh, wait, this is way better than how I usually feel. <laughs> but when you're tired, you just get gradually more and more tired and and you're sort of in the pit of it and it's really hard to recognize things. So I would keep that in mind, you know, that we have everybody's been anxious to get back to our old lives. Maybe we don't want them to be like they were before. Maybe this is our opportunity to make them maybe be paced a little bit slower, uh, build in that time to bake sourdough bread and to take really long walks. Hummingbird agrees. I think she even came into the screen a little bit there. I'll do earrings really quick. We are still in the remember how I mentioned that I ended up with a bunch of pearl stud earrings. Here's another pearl stud earring. Um, the sunlight's coming in, so it's kind of hard to see. You don't even need to see it because it is a, um, <laughs> it's hard to get a good view of it. There we go. Uh, it's just a pearl, but I love, I mean, don't they look pretty? Um, these are stud earrings that actually show up in my ears, even in the tenebrous depths of my hair. I don't know why I insist on saying that, except I think it's funny and it's poking at grace. Um, but yeah, they show up like little moons, little moons in the night. All right. On that note, I'll remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network. You will find more podcasts that you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye.